You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Well, hey, Becoming Me. I'm so excited for you to meet my warrior friend, Allie. Allie, welcome to Becoming Me. I'm so thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to dive into your journey and your books and work have been such a tremendous impact on me and my becoming journey. And I just can't wait for everybody in this community to meet you today. So if someone wasn't familiar with Allie, let's dive into like, who is Allie Worthington? Mm, Well, I am a mom of five boys. I think that's my claim to fame. Everyone's shocked that I've survived having five children. Uh, They are 12 to 22. So that's primary. That's what I love to talk about. I'm a wife. I am an author of, like you said, of a few books. I'm a speaker and I'm an entrepreneur, but I spend most of my days as a business coach. So most of my days are spent working one-on-one with women who own their own business, entrepreneurs, leaders in any way or shape. And then I work in everything else career-wise around that. That's amazing. And two of my fun favorite things about you are your earrings, which I commented to you about earlier. You always have the best earrings. Um, So you guys follow Allie on Instagram to see. And then I love your movie reviews with your sons. They're awesome. I have to say movie reviews have been sad in 2020. We haven't had a lot. We are, I'm in the process now of renting a theater on Christmas day to see Wonder Woman. You have to rent it. You have to rent it for a minimum of 25 people, but I only have three people who are going. So it's fine. Just let me have the theater. Let's do this thing. And what a great movie too. It's perfect. That's the Christmas gift to myself. That's a good one. I love it. Well, Hey, if you were to unpack your story, what's Allie's journey? Like what has made you who you are today? Wow. That's quite a question. I think I did a podcast interview with Ian Cron recently from the typology and I'm an Enneagram seven and he kind of unpacked things for me that I'm such a different Enneagram seven because I have been through a lot of struggles. There's been tragedies in my life that have shaped me and it really just, it made me think about myself in a different way than maybe I would really would have answered maybe two months ago or a year ago. I am somebody who life has been tough for, and that's made me strong. So, um, at, back in 2007, I was a stay-at-home mom who had a blog as a hobby. 2008, my husband lost his job. We weren't able to get another job. It was that mini recession or a full-blown recession. And we ended up losing our home and going bankrupt. Our home went into foreclosure and we were homeless, living with my grandfather for a summer while my husband applied for new jobs. And we would go to McDonald's Playland every day and the kids would play. And I had a five week old baby in my arms, baby number five. And I would Google, how do you start a business on the internet? Because I knew I was going into a season where I had to be strong and I had to learn how to do this to help us. So fast forward a couple of months, my husband got a new job. It gave me time to build a business. And I became obsessed with the fact that women for the first time in history, could build anything we want to build, very low cost, learn anything we want to learn, don't have to get permission from anybody to do it. And I went, this is amazing. 
we live at the greatest time to be alive ever in history. Stuff our moms couldn't have imagined that generation. Our grandmothers sure couldn't have imagined. And I wake up every day obsessed with how can I tell more people the opportunities to outwork their God-given calling. I love that. And it sounds a lot like your current book, Standing Strong. Unpack your book a little bit for us. If someone hasn't dove in yet, what are some of the high points? Well, it's a wild story. So I use my story as kind of the narrative arc, but it's a wild story of God having me shut down my company back in 2012. And I ended up my first real job, not, not running my own thing, was working for Christine Kane as the founding COO of Propel Women. And it was a dream job. I got to work from home so I could still be with my kids. I traveled a lot, of course. And then out of the blue, God told me to quit. He told me I was done. It was time to leave. And it's my story of, of going, okay, can I obey? Can I trust God? Can I, am, can I actually do this? Because fast forward in time, my husband got sick. So I'm the breadwinner. And I go, okay, I have this great job. My husband almost died from his illness. Things have been really hard. I'd like a little stability. And God's saying, nope, just quit. Go back out on your own. This is where I'm pushing you. And it took me almost a year wow. to go, okay, Lord, I trust you. Let's do this. I'm throwing caution to the wind and stepping off the cliff. And you've told me time and time again, you're going to be there, but let, here we go. And my story is just an example of what so many women have to go through and go through, whether God's calling them to take a risk or God has put something inside a woman's heart to do something, to leave your job or stay at your job when you don't want to stay at your job or get married or write a book or start a business, whatever it is. I think that there's always something that God is putting in our hearts to do that we either don't want to do or we're too afraid to do, or we don't think that we are strong enough. And what happens is self-doubt comes in. The Lord will give us a message. He will nudge our heart in some way. We'll have a dream or we'll have a goal. Self-doubt comes in, I think, as a tool of the enemy, to hold us back, to keep us distracted, to make us delay, to make us not move forward in the things that God wants us to do. And what happens sometimes, especially for women who are believers, is we play small and we hold ourselves back and we don't move forward on our God-given dreams and we call it humility. Yeah. But really, you have to ask yourself, if I don't move forward with this idea that God has given me, does that please the Lord or does it please the enemy? That's good. And when we think of it that way, like, oh, if I don't move forward and do this thing that God has done, it's not humility. It's letting the enemy hold me back it really changes the game and kind of gives us that push to keep going when it would be easy to play small and hold ourselves back as women. No, I love that. You know, if you were having a cup of coffee, which first, are you a coffee drinker? I used to be, but now I'm a tea drinker. All right. So I used to be like the quad venti girl, but now, now it's tea. Wait, it's, I'm interested now. How did you make that shift from coffee to tea? Okay, this is, this is weird. So in that year when God told me to leave, but I didn't leave, it was a year of disobedience, I got physically sick. Oh my goodness. Really sick. Like chest pain, stomach pain, coughed so much I lost my voice. I literally didn't have a voice and God's telling me to step out on my own and do things that require me to use my voice wow. to take care of my family. So recovered once I left, except my stomach never fully recovered and I can't have coffee anymore. So it's kind of 
I think of it as like, that's my thorn in my side for not obeying. I don't know. <laughs> so now it used to be full of extra shots of espresso and now it's full of ginger tea. It's very sad. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Jenny, Catherine, and I, one of your friends, one of my yep. mentors, he's a big tea drinker. She is. We get along really well now. We, yeah. we, we compare, if we're both at a restaurant, you better believe we both have tea in our purses. Yeah, that. we're not having that restaurant tea. No, definitely. No. So I love that. If you're having a cup of tea with someone and you're encouraging them on their own becoming journey, I mean, what would you say to them? I would say to, I would tell them to stop telling God no about what's in their heart. And sometimes we tell God no with our voice and we say, oh, that's not for me. I'm not that type of woman. I'm not that strong. I'm not that right. Whatever. But most of the time we tell God no with our actions. So he will give us a dream. He'll give us an idea. He'll push us in a certain direction. And we talk ourselves out of it. We go, oh, I've made too many mistakes. I'm not smart enough. I don't know what I was thinking. All of that type of thing is what we do. And we hold ourselves back. Sometimes it can be because of how we were raised. Maybe we were raised to believe that we weren't able to do things. So when God is speaking life into us and saying, this is who you're becoming, this is the woman who you are, this is your future. We go, no, that's not me. I know who I am and I'm just going to stay over here. And like I said before, we call it humility, but really it's just disobeying God and the vision that he has for us in our future. And I think sometimes women, especially women who are called to write, for instance, I run a um, a membership site, a coaching community for women who are called to write and speak called, called creatives. And one thing we have to really work with the women who join is they'll have this calling from God to write, but then they'll go, I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I, I don't want to make it all about me. And I don't, you know, I, I don't want to say I'm a good writer. And I go, well, if, if someone you loved had a heart attack and they need heart surgery, do you want the heart surgeon to say, I don't know if I'm really okay to do this. I don't know if I'm any good at it. Like, no, if, if God has called somebody to be a heart surgeon or God's called somebody to be a writer, or God's called someone to go in the ministry, own it and like partner with God on it and get strong and get good at it and, and work hard and don't just go, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm good enough. We need to work at this, at the work that God gives us, even if it's not like, being a heart surgeon or, you know, an attorney, it's still valuable and it's important. And we need to honor that and not downplay it and not constantly pull the rug out of our own feet as we're trying to obey the, the command that God's given us in the world. That is so good. And if somebody was having that cup of tea with you and they heard what you just said, like, Hey, stop saying no to God. Stop having that false humility. It's time to say yes to being who he made you to be. What is a tangible next step you would give them? If they were saying, okay, Allie, I'm ready to say yes. How can they do that? Well, I think it looks different from everybody because some people they're already doing it, but they need to take it to the next level. For some people, they've never stepped out because it feels scary to step out. I think what's important is to go in your mind to the last thing that you feel confident that God told you to do or that God gave you the idea or the feeling to do because everybody hears God differently. Go to that one thing, whatever it is last that you know, okay, God led me to that and work toward it and don't hold yourself back. Don't second guess it, just work toward it. Because once we do what God tells us to do in one thing, he will start telling us, okay, here's the next step. And here, cause we never know how it's going to end up. 
sometimes he tells us to do something and we think, well, this is ridiculous and it has nothing to do with what I think I'm going to do. But if we just obey and we take care of that, he's going to give us the next step and the next step. That's so good. And that's what I love about this process of becoming. It's just about trusting God with the next step in front of you. It's not about a destination, but about who you're becoming in the process. Mm -hmm. So Allie, thank you so much for unpacking your journey, who you are, who you're becoming and encouraging us. You know, if someone wanted to connect with you online, where can they go to connect with you? Well, AllieWorthington.com is my website. I have a great two-minute quiz that tells people what their God-given superpower is. So I encourage everyone to take that. It's really short. And then my podcast is The Allie Worthington Show, where I interview people that I want to learn from. And then I answer coaching questions about life and faith and business at the end. That's amazing. Y'all, we will have the links in the show notes for this. And we'll also include that typology podcast episode Allie mentioned earlier. So you can dive into that. But Allie, thank you so much. And I'm cheering you on big time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.